The cage. Lock yourself in. Nature is marvellous, sweet ears. Creatures evolved to fill all the niches. Bacteria that live on the lips of underwater volcanoes. Lichens that cling to alpine rock. Diversity and resilience. Even here in the subterranean sunless world where I find myself... How can it be so? There are creatures adapted to the circumstances. White cockroaches, blind mice, black slime worms with a wild white stripe. I diverted myself for some months erecting a palace for the white cockroaches from discarded bits and pieces, which they loved and lived in. Their pungent smell, sharp, sharp and sweet like a primordial sweet and sour, until the cleaner went through the place with a disinfectant. That also stank, and the entire population of my palace died slowly on their back like the frogs in the Hacking River running through the Royal National Park just south of Sydney, poisoned by coal sludge released from the metropolitan coal mine. The White Palace was constructed from components salvaged from our collective waste. One of the secrets of my sanity is the weekly rubbish run. In addition to our daily 15 minutes in the light, well, we can escape the walls a while by sorting, carting and loading the rubbish onto trucks. Shades of the Last Empress, and I don't mean the, TV, the Korean TV show, I mean the last monarch of the Ming Dynasty, who, in her childhood, begged for the privilege of shoveling the shit out of the cesspool of a rich household to fertilise her poor family's fields. True story. I'm reliably told that the hosts would wave the turds of their dinner guests so they could repay the nutrients they left behind. I've never established if the nutrients they obtained during dinner were deducted from the calculation. I do that. I count costs. I'm a thrifty soul who believes in a resource tax and on those weekly waste details I am alarmed at the amount of waste we produce in this place. It is criminal and that's not a word we use lightly down here. You, sweet ears, on average throw out half a kilo of single-use plastic every day. I and my colleagues here in the cage involuntarily produce five times that. The rubber gloves, the plastic knives, the blue safety suits. Safety, safety. We keep ourselves in cotton wool and the world is drowning in our discards. The frogs of Royal National Park, though, are not just dying from the carelessly discarded toxins of individual citizens. They are being poisoned by by a corporation extracting ancient sunlight in the form of coal or even ancient sunlight in the form of coal and who accidentally or otherwise have left a black sludge laden with the fennels and other poisons that inhabit coal seams. I once spent three idyllic days escaping the furnace in February of a Sydney summer, dog paddling and performing breaststroke in the Upper Hunter. A rocky bottom, the occasional sandy beach, weeping casuarinas, providing dappled shade. It was delightful. I swam for hours, occasionally getting out to bathe in the 42 degree air to remind my blood that different temperatures reigned elsewhere. The point, sweet ears, the relevance to my tail, my beard and the ends of my silver hair turned bright orange. Immersed in the waters of the Upper Hunter for days, they had slowly absorbed iron or some other orange stain from the water. Were it iron, I'd be okay. Iron is not generally toxic to our body unless you are a celt and weigh too much of it in your blood. Google hemochromatosis and weep. A good sword fight, a session with a leech or a visit to a blood bank generally fixes that though.
My concern was we're at something else. I mean, we've dumped so much soot, microplastics and toxins into the ocean that it is killing the phytoplankton that produce half the world's oxygen and such carbon dioxide out of the air and turn it into food for the marine food chain. The death of these tiny plants has reduced the micro layer of lipids and surfactants that form a natural barrier between the water of the ocean and the air that blankets the planet. That micro layer slows down the evaporation of the ocean and speeds up the transfer of atmospheric carbon dioxide into the water. Bad stuff all round, and I don't want it making my whiskers orange, if you get my drift. But, sweetie, is the dilemma is always the same. We can only do so much as individuals. I can demand a tin dish to lick my dinner from, or metal cutlery, but the system sees these domestic implements as weapons. I can walk rather than ride my mobility scooter to the mess room, but that does nothing to reduce the poisons produced from the highly processed food slopped onto the plastic plates once I get there. The Zeds, the broadcasting social enterprise that connects your ears to my mouth, sweet ears, and don't dwell on that image too long used to regularly say educate, agitate and organise we can, we should, we must lobby the powers that be protecting the phytoplankton and the micro layer that are responsible for half the oxygen in the atmosphere and the carbon dioxide in the water is essential to our survival but we cannot do it on our own You're listening to Eco Radio the radio of the future